right, welcome to. So what you saying? I'm your man Woodrow here with Keith. Keith. All right, Keith. I appreciate you joining me this time, buddy. Why? Why you say it like you just met me? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in witness protection program. <laughs> Hey guys, sorry I missed the first few episodes, but uh, the IRS is serious about their money. No, no, no. In all in all seriousness, I just I just couldn't make it. But we're here now, so that we're good. So, so we're good to go. So Keith, you told me you're coming at us with some uh, some hot topics here. So what's what's good for you? I don't know about hot topics, but you know, here's a situation I got, man. I go random. I'm, I got a barbecue coming up, right? And I'm, I'm going to put a brisket on, you know. I got my little recipe going, my little seasons, my sauce, and so forth. You smoke it or my, you barbecuing? I, 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 I smoke it. So it's like a 14-hour process, okay? Okay. And I got one of my boys coming, good friend. He's dating this new girl, trying to make an impression. And this motherfucker tells me, right? She's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Does she so know Damn. <laughs> Does she know she's coming to a barbecue? That's what I said. I'm like, yo, barbecue. I ain't doing land. I ain't doing, you know, carrots and shit, right? So I'm like, yo, man, what's that got to do with me? He goes, well, she needs to find something to eat. I said, well, again, that's not my problem. I got a garden, but it hasn't popped yet. I said, I got some (laughs) fish food, you know? So I don't don't know what he wants me to do. So this is going to be interesting, man. So anybody out there that's that's a vegetarian, much love to you because I've thought about doing it. I just need my meat. And I think it's a mental thing. But anybody out there that's a vegetarian, man, and knows how to, you know, barbecue up some yams or some or some zucchini or anything like that, let me know. Because so, uh, Why don't you just throw some Brussels sprouts on there and some quinoa and call it a day for it? Well, first of all, I can't put quinoa on a grill. <laughs> all right? And Brussels sprouts, I don't know how to steam them. You know, I, I, I call myself, you know, I, I can do the grill. I can do the oven. But I can only do it with meat, man. I, I I don't understand a vegetarian. And you know what, too? With a vegetarian, sometimes they come and it's so pretentious. You know, I've met vegetarians before in my life. Well, they got to let you know that they are. They're a vegetarian. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't eat meat and here's the reason why. Or here's what they do to meat before you eat it. Or this is this animal. It's not like I'm eating a dog or a cat. I mean, you, you got to remember, and this is going to sound horrible, guys. Throughout this process, I'm sure I'm going to offend people. But this is America. We're dogs, cats, fish, maybe birds. And by fish, I mean small fish. Because if it's a big fish in my tank, I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? But uh, we don't uh, we don't, we don't take much to, you know, a cow being a pet. That's just an American thing. Isn't that India that does that? Well, <laughs> well some people consider them pets as they raise them, but they still eat them. Right. So, Funny point. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand. I I, I got to have my meat. I, in fact, yeah, right. I just ate a burger tonight. Delicious. You know, it was. And I didn't even put a bun with it. I didn't put any vegetables <laughs> with it. I, it had an onion on it. They call that animal style, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, man. I guess we cooked up a potato with it, so that's okay. Yo, what's up with... Uh, what's, up, what's up with... Uh, OJ, man, I, I'm looking online. I'm seeing uh, the juice is loose. I'm seeing all this. This cat has been relevant. OJ, I remember my mother would tell me, you know, in '94, my mother would tell me when I was a kid, OJ was my favorite player. Wait, wait did you say you were a kid in '94? No, I'm saying in '94, my mother would tell me okay. when I was a kid. So, so go back even further. 
OJ was my favorite player. This this dude's been relevant for like 40 years, man. Right. I mean, not on good terms, not doing it quote unquote the right way, but damn. This well, brother stays in the news. Well, when did he I mean, when did he go to court? That was back in What year was that? You mean from the get-go? Yeah, from the get-go. Yeah, that was 94-95. And the reason I know is because I was watching the Knicks play Houston. I was a big-time Patrick Ewing fan. Patrick Ewing's from Cambridge Ridge and Latin in Massachusetts. He's the first player I ever saw that I said, yo, this cat's going to the league. All right? So I was watching the Knicks rooting for Pat. He was getting his ass busted by Hakeem. And all of a sudden, boom, the white Bronco. You said, of course. All of a sudden, <laughs> boom, the white Bronco traveling down the street. And they minimized the game put it in a little box on the corner and they had the Bronco driving on the street in the big side. I was like, yo, what is this? So yeah, that was 94, man. And uh, the cat got away with slicing two people. I don't care what nobody says. Black people know it. OJ killed the motherfuckers, man. He did. What? But he got away with it and for the first time we were like, damn, my brother got away with murder, especially murdering two white people. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a good day. <laughs> The tables yeah. were flipped. The tables were flipped. Yeah, but we caught him later when he broke in and robbed somebody. So. Oh, yo, hey, that's yeah. why he got nailed with nine years, man. And I'm surprised he got out. I think the reason he got out is because he's 70. Right. But the circus that's going to go on now with this brother being out and about running the streets, this is going to be better than any Kardashian, any Ozzy, any Gene Simmons. This reality show coming now. That's what gonna I was going to ask you. When do you go think ahead. that? When do you think that airs? Is his reality show because he's going to well, get out and he's going to make some money. Well, he gets what? He gets 25K a month from his NFL pension. Right. Okay. And that nobody can touch. Then he's got the money he's supposed to play the Goldman and the Browns. And I think he's down what? 30 million to them? Right. So I'm thinking before Christmas of this year, he's going to have a reality show. That's what I'm thinking. That, that's my prediction. Do you remember the shows that he was in? The Naked Guns? Hell yeah, man. Yo, okay. I'll go one back further. Do you remember him being in a, a show called First and Ten on HBO? That one doesn't sound familiar to me, but... Before your time, Google it, youngsters. Google it. <laughs> but when was the last time that you saw Naked Gun on TV? That's a good point. That's a good point. You think they're boycotting, boycotting OJ so he don't get that residual? Yes, because he would get royalties from any show that he would be in. Oh, shit. I never thought of that. And that's a funny-ass movie, too. Yeah. And and I haven't seen it the with him in it. So Wow. That's a good point. Because, yeah, it, it used to be on. I remember it used to come on reruns, but I haven't seen that in a while. Because Leslie Nielsen is a funny dude, man. Yeah, yeah. And I putting him in it and then having him go to prison and going through all that, I think, just killed it all. Wow. I didn't think of that. That's sharp. Speaking of boycott, man, what do you think about uh, Colin Kaepernick? Let's call it what it is. Be real with me. <laughs> be I, real with me. I just think, I, I think he's trying to stay relevant. And and not playing, I think he I think he stands for what he believes is a good cause okay. or whatever okay. he believes to be. Okay. But he he's benched, and what what better way to stay relevant, in my opinion, is to to do something like this. And so he always will be. Now I what think do you mean do something? What do you mean do something like this? So so t- taking a knee, I, I think he had every right to do that. I mean that's why Absolutely. we stand is so that Absolutely. he can kneel, right? So Absolutely. No, no problem with that, but the media spun it up so much that he's he stays relevant in that way rather than because he's not playing, so he's staying relevant on something like that. 
I don't think it should have been that big an issue. Yeah, let's touch on it, go. But I don't think it should have tarnished his reputation the way it has. Well, it, it did. Has. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And the cast, you're telling me Colin Kaepernick's not better than Wayne Gabbert? Oh, or whoever I totally that long, agree. the long net dude that uh, Chicago just picked up. Right. I mean, come on, man. It, it, it's a let's call it what it is. All right. I'm gonna I'm talk real here for you. This cat right here. This is what they call buck breaking, and that's a slave terminology, man. So you get to you get the strongest stand up slave, and you break him. Right. And that's what they're doing right now. They're breaking this cat. They're saying, "Oh, you stand up, no job for you, black man." That right. that's what it is. What? But it keeps but it keeps standing up to fight his cause and absolutely and so i, I got to give him credit for that but it's it's killed his career yeah yeah and, and you know whether he would have been the next troy eggman or or joe montana or whoever i don't know who your favorite quarterback is yeah we're not gonna go that far he would have <laughs> never been that because he had the opportunity to be that right but he could have been he could have been a steve grogan he could right. he could have been a, a a jim mcmahon without the super bowl you, you know what yeah. I mean? He's going to be a good backup somewhere. You tell me that cat can't back somebody up somewhere? Right. I, I think he could, but he never will. Right. So so, right. so then who who hurt him? Did he hurt himself or did the media hurt him? Um, I'm going I'm well, you know, cats have nailed for a long time. You didn't been cats kneeling forever. Right. I think the media is zooming in on him and pointing him out. I think that that hurt, and you can blame the media on a lot of things. I mean, you—it's still your action. You still right. got to do the action. It's not like the media juxtaposed him kneeling up against some, you know, blue screen. You know what I mean? He did kneel, but and the media took it and ran with it, and he became the poster boy for the defiant brother with an afro. And you know, for a cat like Michael Victor, say, oh, he needs to cut his hair to conform. You got some damn nerve to talk, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, you, you, Mike, Mike, come on, stop. Yeah, you 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 you're the voice of reason now. All of a sudden, you gonna tell this man he need to cut his hair. You gonna tell people how to conform? Get out of here, man. You know, and so that bothers me a little bit, man. Now I know he means well, but that ain't the way to do it, man. So, one thing that they haven't talked about over the last year and a half now, I guess since he's been kneeling, is all the concussion stuff. Where'd that go? What so, you talking about concussions in general? Right. So. The, there was a lot of hype, a lot of talk over the concussions, and, and that was forefront of uh, the NFL talk. And, I mean, then Kaepernick goes and does something like this, and uh -huh. they, they make it a bigger story. How often do you hear concussion stuff versus what Kaepernick's doing? Not not anymore. And the problem I have with concussions is these are grown men and know what they... I mean, football is right. not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. And you knew that since you were in, you know, playing peewee. Right. Since you understand you what I mean? In third grade, you know that. Since you since you started playing, you know that. So these cats to touch them with kid gloves and it's concussion protocol. What do we want to see as the public? We want to see big plays and hard hits. That's what we want to see. Right. We want to see a cat get his head put on backwards and, and sent five yards back the other way when he catches the ball. You know what I mean? So now you know we're teaching all these guys kid gloves. You know concussion protocol you know don't 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 hit this way don't hit that way don't hit the quarterback's head and all that it's taking the fun out the game and if it keeps going this way it's gonna be two-hand touch by the time we get done with it man it's gonna be flag football over again right it, it, look back to when football started first started years and years ago and how they i mean they tackled straight up they were up leather helmets yeah leather helmets they didn't man. need anything else but it's evolved and it was fun now it almost feels like we're going back going back that way well, that's a whole societal thing. And I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, man. It's like, you know, again, I remember when I went to school, man, nerds were like, you know, the lower class and, and, <laughs> and jock. 
brand in the world. You know when Jacksonville football players, basketball player, hockey, baseball? Now right. it's like, you know, nerds are like, yo, I don't want this guy to get hurt. And, you know, we got to take care of this and take care of that. Nerds are running the show. The Jocks, you know, they, they're they a rare breed now, man. Well, uh, that's because the nerds are starting to make just as much or more money than the Jocks. Oh, yeah. You, I, know? you know, I blame it on Bill Gates, man. Don't get family. me wrong, man. So, <laughs> Bill so, Gates started all this shit with his high-waisted pants, right? It, it, well, it, so the lady's coming to your house because and to eat at a barbecue where she don't eat, where she doesn't eat meat, so she wants to just eat vegetables. Yeah, so she's about you, to be surprised. So she's trying to say, "Hey, conform to me." So uh, you're not the type that's going to, but it, some parties she'd show up and they would conform they would cater to her it's yeah it's kind of kind of the same thing the the nerds can't play those sports and so they hate the sports they get pissed off that they make more money that they they're more popular they're more famous and so they push their agenda on the jocks yep. and force yep. them to be more nerd well know? because now that now the jocks are barbaric what right. a barbarians you know what i mean you don't you don't act like that you don't you don't do that i remember when my kid man he was playing uh t-ball and they didn't keep score and I was like, that's foreign to me, right? But it's mm-hmm. T-ball, whatever. Nobody's pitching. Nobody, you know, nobody's really throwing the ball. These right. kids don't know what they're doing. Then he got into a basketball league where they didn't keep score. Your boy about lost his mind, man. You know, <laughs> not everybody has the same skill set. Not everybody, And they're playing on like eight-foot hoops yeah. at nine years old. You know, I'm like, yo, you don't keep scoring it? No, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Your feelings are supposed to be hurt. Get better. Right. You get your ass kicked, go get better. Right. right. You know, nobody does that no more, man. I got a problem with that, man. Man, this. So, my daughter is in softball, and at the age she's at, when I was that same age playing baseball, we were pitching to each other, we were keeping score. My team was terrible. We lost every single game. You got your ass kicked, yeah. And we kicked rocks and went down the road. Now, though. They don't do and you, that. And you worked on your game, right? Yes. If you got your ass kicked, you worked on your game. The only thing we had was the mercy rule. And oh, so yeah. And it was yeah. just ridiculous. Had the mercy rule. So they would let the other team get up and bat, and we'd strike out three in a row and be back out getting walked on. What the mercy rule meant, and you didn't want the mercy rule. What that meant no. was, hey, you don't belong out here, okay? We're going to stop the bleeding for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. in basketball, the mercy rule was 30 points. I remember right. it was th- if you were down 30 points, we're done. Either the game's over or we're, we're done keeping score. And I, I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now just, you know, it, it, it's 10 to 2 and you ain't keeping score. Yo, somebody need to work on their defense skills, man. That, that's all that means. And, that, and that's the problem. We're placating so many people, man. I just don't get it, Wood. I don't get I, it. I, I, we such a PR society anymore. We can't yeah. hurt anybody's feelings. We can't, we can't be mean. We have to hug everybody. Yeah, right, right, right. It, it, yep. It's all of that. That's why a, a vegan can walk into your barbecue and demand because demand. Well, no, 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 no. Let's let's clarify that. A vegan can't walk into my barbecue and say they're going to get the feelings hurt. They're going to walk into a barbecue and say they'll walk out a carnivore. Yeah, man. You you walk in here demanding stuff. You'll get your heart broke, man. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yo, it's, it's something you spoke about earlier. You know, this is on a different topic. Um, in terms of running out of ideas, it's funny you said that, man, because I should have been on that one. What we're talking about here is, you know, they reboot movies, mm-hmm. they close a reboot, 
everybody and it started with puffy with all the samples you know what i mean you got cash mm-hmm. now like I, I more money more problems came out and, and that might be a little old for some of you cats out there listening but that's a diana ross sample mm-hmm. all right that's i'm coming out and that's from 7980 that's a diana ross sample so i remember i would hear songs i'd be like damn they sampled this damn they sampled that we're rewinding everything so with music i'm not gonna say i blame puffy because he has some hot tracks and some shit but that's what I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. Right. Everything's revamped. You got Halloween to revamp. You got, uh, you know, and the biggest revamp, the biggest money maker, and I stopped. And I'm going to tell you when I stopped is this Batman, Superman, Spider Man shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they redo it. They, and they, and the storylines are dope. That Heath Ledger one was off the hook, man. That was the last Superman movie I or Batman, Batman. movie I saw. Right. And then they turn around and they redo it. They get a new actor and they redo the storyline. I'm just like, yo, how many different ways you gonna tell this, man? You ain't getting my money no more. Well, you know, and, and in those, the storyline was good. I, I didn't appreciate the way Batman talks because I don't understand why he became this raspy voiced guy. Mm-hmm. But okay. but I agree. We go through three, and then the third one, I guess, is supposed to kind of just slide into the next one with Batman Superman. He's got a, a, whole, a whole new outfit. He's got a whole new person. What happened? Like, yeah, right. You know, I there's a there's a show. You probably haven't watched it. It's a Netflix show. It's called Sense8. Never heard of it. So there's two seasons. The second season's out now. The first season, though, they had this guy from, um, I believe it was Africa somewhere. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, he was an awesome actor in it. Season two starts, and he's like in the second minute of the show. It's okay. a totally different guy. They address it, and the... the his partner in this says, "Hey, dude, you look different." He goes, "Yeah, I shaved." That's what? it. Yeah, and and I'm having a hard time getting into his character because he's a totally different guy. It's totally same, different guy. Same kind and of clean thing. shaven. Yeah, it's a it's it's kind of the same thing, you know. We get used to one and it switches. So, who's your favorite Batman? Have you seen? You saw the older ones, right? Well, you got to remember who I am. My favorite Batman is Michael Keaton. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, when I saw it, there was there was one I saw I I can't even remember. He was standing on a, on a on a roof or some shit, and this boy was standing just like like John Eastwood, you know, fucking <laughs> Jack Johnson, just standing up there. Just I was like, yo, this dude is cool as hell, man. That was my favorite Batman, and Tim Burton's ones, man. I like like I said, the one with Heath Ledger, that one there was classic, just based on that Joker right there. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the shit, I saw a couple of Spider Man. I ain't seen none of the, and I loved Incredible Hulk growing up. Bill Bixby was my man. That was my dude right there, talking about don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, and then busting your ass because you made him angry. Right. I didn't see none of the new Incredible Hogs. I ain't seen not one in America, uh, Captain America. I ain't seen none of that shit. I'm done with it. Y'all ain't getting my money off this same bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I do say, I will say, I like the Thors. Cause you like the Thors? Yeah, it's something a little different. It's not. It's not just a repeat of all the other ones. Now, I, I don't know if there were other older ones out there, but I never saw any. So for me, Thor feels fresh and, and original. What felt fresh and original to me was that uh, Hancock with Will Smith. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do more of those. That was a badass movie, man. The, well, but because, I'm, a, I'm a Will Smith, uh, you know, I, I'm a Will Smith fan, though. Oh, so I like I. that guy. I yeah, like that he, guy. He's man. great. He was, I just saw something with him the other day, and I. If I'm not mistaken, oh, Suicide Squad. That's another. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, he the dead shot dude. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Boy, don't miss. That comes in handy, don't it? <laughs> yeah. 
You know who I like tonight? I like the Puerto Rican dude, man. The dude that was uh, the, the fire, fire guy. Yeah, I like that. I liked him. I liked him at the, towards the end. I didn't like him at first. I guess it's the story, but he had to be all submissive. But I didn't. I didn't love that part of it. But he came out, that. so uh -huh. so I can get behind that. But yeah, he he was awesome, and he's the only one really that had a superpower, I guess. So I won't so, shit. Now I'm missing a shot. Well, Ain't nobody can do that. Yo, you know, I just saw. I just watched. Uh, say what? Have you seen me shoot? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I watched uh I watched Seven Pounds speaking of Will Smith. You ever seen Seven Pounds, man? I think that's the one you've been telling me to watch that I haven't watched. Oh man, I'm telling you, hey, look, this cat right here plays a beautiful part. Plus it's got my girl Rosario Dawson in her, man. She's just something else. But uh this dude, man, he 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 accidentally kills seven people, right? Mm -hmm. And then he saves seven people's lives. And Woody Harrell's is in a not in a prominent part. But in a part, I mean, Woody Harrelson, you can't go wrong with him, man. Woody from Cheers, right? Right. Back in the day. It's just it's just a great movie. And, you know, it, it'll get you. If you, if, you, if, you, if you let it, it'll get you, man. That that movie it will tear you up a little bit. He plays a great part. I still got to check it out. I just got to find where I can watch it at. It's the, on. Uh, I think it's on Encore now. Movie, yo, hey, I, yo. And here, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say I'm not going to pay for Encore, but I'll find it somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure you could download. He's a computer head, guys. Yo, <laughs> dark hey, webs out there. I've been watching. <laughs> Yo, I heard a podcast about the dark web, man. Yo, you can find some. Hey, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No, I ain't fucking with that. No. <clears throat> they were talking about this dude on there, man. This this podcast I listened to, man. They were talking about this dude on there that uh, he was killing kids on that shit, man. Like, what do you mean? Like just what I said. He was he was kidnapping kids and killing them. Like, on the dark web. Oh, I believe it. Like snuff films, man. I was like, yo, this is that. I, first of all, you know I can barely turn a computer on. All right, let's call it what it is. <laughs> Second of all, to be in some place called the dark web, it just yeah. sounds horrible to me. It, it's what you expect. No shit. It's dark. Uh, I've been watching this show on HBO, man. I know this is above your pay grade. It's called uh, it's called Insecure. And for y'all out there, man, that want a little a little show, you know, it's like that. Uh, I never watched Sex in the City, but I'm gonna turn around and say it's like Sex in the City <laughs> for black people. <laughs> Yo, it's off the hook, man. This guy, I just watched it a couple of minutes, ago, a couple of hours ago, man. It was off the hook. I watched that, and I yo. So are you on season two of it yet, or still on the season? Two? Oh, so you know about it? Well, I know what it is. I haven't watched it. Wood, get into that, bro. Get into that, man. I'm telling you, this girl's it's off the hook. First of all, hey. I know y'all don't know this, but I'm gonna tell you something about Woodrow. <laughs> this man is a aficionado on damn Tupac. Shot my ass. Cause if you saw him, you would never guess. Him. You thought you would think James Taylor or damn uh, Maroon Five all day long. Okay, this boy here and his damn Tupac knowledge is incredible. So Wood, if you watch this, you're gonna be greatly impressed. Okay. All right, greatly impressed. Then I turned around and I watched this movie called Split. Oh, I got that one. I haven't watched it yet, though. The dude that plays the cycle with all the damn personalities mm -hmm. scared the shit out of me. Because you watch his face change when he goes from personality to personality. Mm -hmm. The movie isn't, you know, is the storyline's been done. He kidnaps some people, he keeps them hostage, and it, there's holes in it because they don't say what happens to the dad, they don't say what happens to this person. But the cat acting as the dude, the nut job, mm -hmm. yes. 
Yes, man. And I'm, uh, yo, and there's people out there like that. And I know you know that. Right. There's, there's some nut jobs out there, man. And for whatever reason, they become nut jobs because of circumstances. It's usually a childhood or abuse or whatever. You know, we all get there for a reason, but they become nut jobs. And this cat plays a perfect nut job, man. So it's James McAvoy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Check that out, man. Yeah, that I've shit got is disturbing. It. I just gotta watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, that that j- yo. Speaking of that, yo. So my, I got an auntie right back back in Boston, right? I'm talking to her on the phone. She's like, "Oh, I love, <laughs> I love scary books. I read true crime, this true crime, that." Now keep in mind, this auntie, <laughs> she was she was you know she like I don't, I don't know like how your family, but mine. You know, my my mother and her are sisters, and they got along lovely. So I was always over her house. So she's basically my second mom. When I fucked up, you know, she beat my ass. She cursed me out. She she bossed me around. She's my second mom, right? Right. So, you know, I'm going to look out after her. You know, we all getting up in age, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, auntie, what you read? She tells me I like true crime. I like this. I like that. So I sent her this book called Hunting a Psychopath. <sighs> y'all, y'all, let me tell y'all something. This book is about... The East Area Rapist slash the original Night Stalker. Ooh. This dude is so bad he's got two nicknames. Okay. This cat, true story. This cat, all right, so he raped, killed 51 people, never got caught. California 70s, 80s. Okay. Mm-hmm. This man right here, he would break into your house, hide lignatures, hide knives, hide all the shit he needed to fuck with you. Okay. Take the bullets out your gun if you found a gun in a nightstand. If you had an attack dog, he'd take his time. He'd feed the dog. Give the dog a little meat. Give the dog a little kibbles and bits. Give the dog a little <laughs> alpo. Right? 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 Till the dog was his friend. So now he ain't got to worry about the dog. Busting your house. Okay? You go to grab the gun. He's like, yeah, asshole. There's no bullets in the gun. Gotcha. He tied a man up, put dinner plates and cups on the dude's back. So if you move, now you hear the plates. Take right. the woman in the room, raper. Then he started killing people, stabbing them up. Now, the ones he let live, he would call up to 10 years later and say, how did you like that? Even if they moved, even if they moved, he'd call them. He would follow them. He'd call them even if they moved and say, how you like what I did to you 10 years ago? People, yo, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Serial killers, people always call them crazy. I think they're geniuses, man. And and I know that's not going to be a popular opinion, but think how smart you got to be to be a, that type of killer, that type of criminal, and never get caught. Well, it's it's also a fine line. I yeah, think, between genius it's real and fine. So, Absolutely. Uh, here's one for you. You have to look it up uh, because I'll let you read the dirty details, but it's called the Toy Box Killer from... Uh, Go ahead. <clears throat> I believe it's in New Mexico. True story. Uh, yes. This guy would capture his victims... It was him, his wife, and his daughter. They would capture their victims, take them to their trailer park. Blind- whoa, 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 whoa. Him, his wife, and his daughter? He sold everybody on this? Yes. He Damn. Blindfold them and then drive them, strip them down, tie them up, and then he would play an, an audio cassette for them, two-sided, and he would describe in detail what he was going to do to them. And then he would do it. And some oh, of his shit. victims, he would let live, drug them enough that they don't, they didn't remember, so they just thought they were having... Bad hallucinations or dreams, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and other ones that didn't conform, he would kill them and dump them. It's, yeah, it claims to have killed over thirty. Most of them were prostitutes, but they were young women from I think age fifteen to mid twenties. They and caught him it, it, over the course of at least thirty years, 
And one of the girls got out, and he got caught. So he gets caught, goes to jail for it, and he's coming up to, to uh, go to court, and has a heart attack and dies. In court? <laughs> well, honest, it, while in custody, whether it was in court. No shit. But Yo, that, the transcript damn. of that cassette is out there on the web to read. And you want to read something disturbing, get on that. Why they call him the Toy Box Killer? Because next to where he lived, he had a, a trailer that he turned into a torture chamber. And he would strap him down and do just terrible things to him. He, he made his own toys. He made it, uh, and they were like, they have nails and stuff on them. And he just ram them in. He would bring his dog in. Um, just, he, he had these whips. And I mean, it was And terrible. his daughter and his wife would get down with this? Yes. Yo, man. Yo, what's wrong with people, and, man? And he would, he would tell them that on the tapes, that that was going to happen. So oh, they knew what was coming. Damn. Yes, you have to look it up so you can get a better idea. Toy bars killer. Right, right. And I, I won't, re I won't go into the details of the uh, uh, transcript. I'll let you just be horrified on your own. So well, people out there are, are aware of it. It's not a real popular one, but it, he's out there, or he. No, was. And, and that's the point I was getting with my auntie. So I sent her the book on this dude, man, on this, on this killer, and I sent it to her about two weeks ago. She called me yesterday, and she's like, Keith. Why'd you send me this shit? I said, Auntie, you like killing, you know, real life shit. She goes, I have to read this in the daytime and I have to read the Bible after. She goes, I can't finish this book. It's terrifying. I said, yeah. I go, and they never caught the dude. She said, you had to tell me that too? <laughs> yeah, man. There's, there's some freaks out there, Wood. Oh, yeah. Freaks out there, brother. Oh, man. All right, well, I hate to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. Do it, uh, baby. So... We got to do this again, this time uh, more consistently with you around. So, right on. Hopefully, we uh, covered enough topic to keep people entertained with us and and hang around. So, hey, let let let, let me say this. This is so what you're saying, guys. You know, hit us up on the email. Hit us up how you can. Let us know topics you want busted on, or, or you know things we can do better. You know, we're, we're out here to entertain. Two guys out here to entertain. So you guys take care. Talk to you next time. Woodrow, I'll talk to you, brother. All right, man. Later. All right.